we've been here so long. Let's go to start. We're actually not waiting anymore. We're back. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to Everything and Nothing. Hi the guys. show where you get everything and nothing at the same time. The same time. That's right. It's Jonathan over here. It's Secure over here. That's right. Well, you, they already probably figured that one anyway, out. Who's your bad week? Wow, that was aggressive. Anyway, don't don't wow. start. Don't start. We have only been here twenty seven seconds. Don't Lean start. Lean back, hand on chest. My goodness, so aggressive today. Whatever. Anyway. My bays of the week, I'm going to do plural, oh. and then we'll explain to you why here in a second. Okay. So this past, I believe it was Monday, was Indigenous Peoples Day. It was. And as someone who, unfortunately, I can't say exactly, I know I have Indigenous people in my family. Okay. In my, in my history. Unfortunately, because of, you know, how things are done to people of color. Right. We don't know exactly. I have an idea, but, you know, I'm not going to say which group I'm part of or have affiliations with whatever. Right. But I will say... My bays of the week are all the gorgeous, super talented, uh, beautiful, even though I already said gorgeous, uh, I'm going to say it again. Go ahead. All um, adjectives. Indigenous women mm-hmm. that were posting and talking about their heritage, their culture, and doing their thing, mm-hmm. the thing, the mm-hmm. damn thing. All the some things. Folks, all the things. All the things got done um, that day. All over social media because, look, I already appreciate women of color to begin with Mm -hmm. that's never been in doubt but when y'all are um putting your abilities and talents and you know like you know they're you know hey i made this yeah when y'all flex when the flex happens you know i go full bugs bunny with the hard eyes and you know uh y'all got me so phase of the week all those uh wonderful indigenous women who uh put on for their people Put on for the culture. For the one time. For the one time and the one time and the one time. <laughs> you <laughs> <Okay>. are goofy. <laughs> Who's your Bay of the Week, Akira? My Bay of the Week is Nicki Minaj's baby son that was just born. I did not know she had a baby. She finally, she, so she had the baby. Um, and she just, I actually just saw today, because she reposted, like, some of the letters she had been getting from people, like, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Saying, oh, welcome to the baby. And she mentioned it as a son. I'm like, baby, I don't know, we don't know the baby name yet. So, baby Roman, I'm gonna call him Roman. Cause I don't know what, or Nicholas, Roman Nicholas. Sure, so, today we're just, I mean, yeah, my bay of the week is gonna be Roman Nicholas because I already know the baby is cute because Nicki Minaj is very cute. So, I already know her baby is gorgeous. And honestly, it's very hard to find an ugly baby anyway. So, I just know off top that her baby's cute. So, that's going to be my little bay of the week. Hey, baby. Oh, my, little, <laughs> my little little bay of the week. Oh, yeah. Wow. I just know he cute. I just know. So, hey, babe. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whatever. So, let's just get to it. Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country, I mean, let's be honest. If you've been listening no for the last couple of weeks, you already, and you know, we didn't talk about last week's episode, so I wanted, I do want to touch on that, because I found something out okay. that blew my mind. Okay. So if you have, if you had, first off, if you haven't been watching Lovecraft Country. Get your life. Who raised get, you? Get your, talk to him. Get yourself together. Yes. Especially if you are a person of color. You should, I feel like it should be required watching for folks of I color. I feel like this is one of the very few. Especially uh, if you're black. Yeah, one of the very few science fiction mm-hmm. and fantasy shows that is geared directly towards us. And I don't like none of that. And I thoroughly enjoy this yes, show. Yes, and after much convincing, uh, she is hooked. Here he go. No, I'm just saying. I mean, because believe me, like, so I remember when the previews were coming out. And I was like, eh, that looks okay. You know, I didn't think much of it. And then I saw some of the people that were in it. And I was like, okay, I'll take a chance. And then after the first episode, I'm like, Hooked. you got me. So, um... If you haven't, check it out. You know, if you have, I'm hoping some of the people listen to have, and they feel the same way we do about it. Mm-hmm. Fantastic show. Top to bottom. The one thing, the one constant in every episode that, and I find myself uh, looking forward to that. I don't really look forward to any of the shows. Mm-hmm. The wardrobe. Yes. Because they that, have these people dressed to a T. The dress that Letty had on when she was knocking the windows out the car is iconic. That yes. green, that emerald green dress is iconic. I think that scene is definitely going to be one of those, like, you'll see it, you'll start Ever, seeing it in artwork forever. and stuff like that. Yeah, because I definitely want her holding the bat in my home as a uh, picture. Yes. I would love that, actually. I can see that. Um, so, last week was Woo! very interesting. My girl D, who, I'm not going to lie, like, I feel like D was kind of like the little sister that 
you know, yeah, she's part of the story, but you don't really pay much attention to her because she didn't have a whole lot going she on at the sec- time. Yeah, she was a secondary she was like a character. Second and third, or a thir- tertiary. Thirst. Yeah, we're gonna go there. Okay. Yes, that's Thirsh- the word that I'm using. Okay. Um, I said what I said. Mistakes I, were made. Hey, listen. Mistakes were made. That's okay, gonna be my new thing. Probably, probably get a tattoo that says mistakes were made. You know what? <laughs> anyway. Um, but when they started messing with D, that's when I had a problem. For sure. So. One thing I found out, and here's the thing. So, if you saw the episode, spoilers, but then again, get yourself together because you're missing. Um, the two, Bopsy uh, and Topsy, are grown women. Yes. I thought they were kids. Me too. Until, um, I think my mama sent in a text and showed I, me the actresses. Yeah, I saw a picture of them outside of the makeup. Mm-hmm. And I was like, first off, these are whole grown women just picking on this little child. If it was kids, <laughs> I would have felt a little bit better about it. It was still bad. It's a movie. I mean, it's a TV show. It was a little Let's bad, but <laughs> regardless, it's it's real to me now. Okay, okay? All right. just like Shaft is real. All right, Lovecraft Country is real too. Got it. Thank you. Um, so I was so not gonna lie, like that whole concept of being chased by something that nobody else sees. Mm-hmm. I've seen it in other things, but man, was this done amazing. Yeah, like it was she's really good. having full blown breakdown. She can't express what it is that is happening. People looking at her like she's crazy. She's already having to deal with the fact that she had to go to her friend's funeral. Yeah. Uh, which we kind of figured, like between the two of us, we kind of figured it was probably going to yeah. come up in the show. Yeah. Um, and now you got these two, here's the thing. These wretched. I don't know which is worse. The fact that you have somebody constantly chasing you that you know is not going to do you, they're, mm-hmm. they're trying to do you harm. Mm-hmm. Or the fact that they're like dancing with it, like they're getting a, you know, two step they in. They, yeah, you know, they're hitting the crimp walk on the way down. So how Jim Crow of you? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I, like it's, it's worse when, like, so I would prefer like the Mike Myers approach where they're just constantly following right. me as opposed to, oh, you're having a good time. Yeah. You got a song in your heart yes. and you're acting it out. And now I have to fear for my life. So I have a problem with that. Mm. So, But that... you know why, though? Yes. Yeah, okay. Just make sure. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Um, so <laughs> um, that was crazy. Like that whole... Like that whole plot of the the whole episode, absolutely. But I love how she stood up to the police at the like towards the end of the episode. Woo! She spit on that police um, man. Yeah. I said, "Girl, she you was, don't know how many people you just did that." She was sis. right. She was not having it. She was like, "Listen, this might be the it end." Stank up in here. She was like, this, "Right." <laughs> That's what took me she out. Was, it is stank in here. She was like, "This may be the end," but you know what? I'm about to go out like a straight G. Period. Poo. So even at the end, when she like she like, look, all right, they coming no matter what. I'm gonna mm-hmm. lock this door up. You only got one way to get to me. I got my weapon. Macaulay Culkin style. Right. We about to <laughs> we about you bucked. So we gonna have to nuke. Period. Poo. Right. Uh, it did not work out for her, unfortunately. It just you know it's something about the visualization of being the black man holding her back being the reason why she actually got attacked the way she did. Well, yeah, yes, I see that because he did not see. Well, nobody, he didn't like see, nobody saw. Nobody right. saw. But I'm saying, like, instead of being like, "D, what's going on?" Like, he his first instinct was to grab well, her. Right, but that was also the thing where, like, he I think because I do believe he did ask her, but she can't. That was the part of the curse. It. She yeah, couldn't say she it. She couldn't articulate it. So it was the whole "I'm trying to protect you," but at the same time, I don't you know what I'm pro- I, right. I yeah, don't know what don't I'm know protecting how. you from. You don't know how to protect. And at the me. same time, that attempt because sometimes you can try to protect somebody from something. And you end up right for sure. And let's be honest, D like, already knew what the deal was regarding in that in that situation. Yeah, now in like, real life situations, obviously, it's different. And the first, but I think that particular scene was very indicative of the whole episode where y'all not paying D enough attention. Right. And I think it's very indicative of how black little girls a lot of times end up falling through the cracks. Mm-hmm. And it isn't until something crazy traumatic happens yeah. that we start deciphering. Because even going from that episode to the most recent one where they have they get together and they finally start telling truths to each other. Mm-hmm. Like we finally, Ruby finally it reveals that she knows who Christina is. Mm-hmm. And she knows all the tea. We finally find, you know, we find out all these things or they finally start talking to each other. Right. That she, uh, Letty finds out that George knows, I mean, what's they know about the baby? Yeah. Like, you know, they start having these real, well, even though Montrose is the one that told her. But right. we start finding all these things out. But it has to be something super traumatic to that get us to that place. And yeah. a lot of times, unfortunately, it ends up being at the expense of little girls. Yeah. Or at the expense I, of children. Like, I, Yeah, I think that was the thing, too. Like, it's, as a black community, we do not hear out children when they are yes. expressing not just their feelings but their trauma or their concern or the, even just their thoughts in general mm-hmm. you know the whole you know grown folks is talking you be know be seen and, and not heard right be seen and not heard but if i you know there's countless stories of people who as children try to express their trauma 
And it was always be seen, like you said, be seen and not heard, mm-hmm. or grown folks is talking, or oh, you just being, you know, uh, a kid, you know, being goofy, playing around or whatever. Yeah. When in reality, that's not what the case is. That's yeah. them trying to, and because um, I think we've touched on a, on a previous episode of ours, where as you know, like you said, a lot of times little girls fall through the cracks, mm-hmm. but little boys do too, sure. in a different way, yeah, because. A little boy is not allowed to show emotion. He's not supposed to man up. You know, you're not supposed to cry. You're not supposed to feel certain ways about certain situations and things like that. And unfortunately, these, I mean, obviously, you're not getting chased by uh, supernatural, invisible, whatevers. But it's that invisible hurt and harm that ultimately uh, causes the issue. So I think that was definitely a, uh, a moment or I'm sorry, a message that we should all you know message. pick up from message um, that we should all pick up from. Now, the newest episode. Woo! You know what's scary about the newest episode to me is that they didn't have to do but so much to make this traumatizing and scary. Mm-hmm. Like literally, just telling the story of the Tulsa riots was enough. They didn't have to put no stake on it. Right. They didn't have to exaggerate no, anything. It was yeah. literally just telling the story. Of Tulsa riots was enough right. to and carry showing, the horror of right. that story. Showing that it's calm terrible. before the storm. Woo! And I, I'll give HBO their credit. Um, shout out to HBO because, you know, in case you need a podcast, <laughs> TV show. Um, but this is two Tulsa riot uh, episodes or scenes within a year. Okay. Because Watchmen is like the basis of it starts at the Tulsa riots. Okay. And they come back to that several times. Okay. Like, you know, hey, I'm a survivor of the Tulsa Right. Like, it's, it's a big part of the show. And then for them to also follow it up with another show where we're going to show in crazy yeah. detail the before and during yeah. of it um, and not just mention it in the background. Like, that's big because sure. not a lot of people know about that. And not a, let alone the visual of yeah. it. Um, so that was crazy. And I can't, like, I could not imagine walking into a situation like that, knowing Listen. it's about to be all bad. And everything here. is super regular. And, right. And I think. It's because it's just a normal day for most people to start. And when I was listening to the podcast, they said mm-hmm. that they didn't exaggerate that. Like no. that day was supposed to be yeah. prime and they ended up canceling prime and they didn't know why. And it's like, could you imagine being. How old you? 16, 17 when you go to prom? Yeah. And you've been looking forward to this all year. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you can't do it. And then you might not even live to see the next day. Right. Like, I... Uh, That's, and yeah. how traumatizing is it to know that our country helped with that? Because there were planes. Oh, yeah. There were planes dropping regular, bombs. Regular folk ain't had planes no, back then. This, no, there were planes Jay-Z, dropping they, bombs. It wasn't, you know, regular... And then to act like it never happened. It's crazy. And so... First of all, can we just Hippolyta? Hippolyta is just coming, I through, love, coming through with the future tech. She came. It was just like so. Listen, I, the way she carries herself is different in mm-hmm. this episode than when we've seen. Oh, she's definitely more. I think she's definitely more confident in herself. She knows who Hippolyta is, yes. and that's what like, literally she knows who yes. Hippolyta is. Yes, and she was like, "I'm gonna save my child. I need you to do this, 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 and this." Yeah. And you know what? I appreciate it. So it was funny because I remember when they first went back, mm-hmm. and I was thinking. Letty, baby, these shoes, these shoes. Yeah. The first thing I saw, I was like, sis, I was like, yeah, she got, she these got full shoes. On oh, and, gra- on. and Grandma Peep, get is when she went down. Grandma peeped her, mm-hmm. like, um, something's off. She like, I knew she clocked her. Right. As soon as she seen them yeah, shoes. I don't like them shoes. And then she, but you know what? One of the most when I cried, did you cry? I don't know. Did you did you cry this episode? I I, I got pretty close to. It. I was emotional for when, sure. Let me tell you what made me cry, like. Because if you follow me, like, on my socials at all, you know, like, I'm huge in the legacy. Mm-hmm. And I'm huge into, you know, I forget uh, who where I saw it. I know it was an indigenous person who said that there, in his particular tribe, there's this idea of seven generations. Where, like, we move, the way we move throughout the world now, we move that way to... Because we want seven generations from now. When they talk about me, what mm-hmm. are they going to say? Like, I'm huge right. into that. Because I believe we lay the groundwork for Legacy our generations. Big. Legacy is big. So when Letty is telling the great-grandmother, like, basically, like, I have your great-grands. Like, I'm pregnant. And I can't, like, mm-hmm. we have to let y'all die. Like, we have to let this happen. When that lady said, I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember exactly the line. But she said something like, 
his when they, my great great grandson is born, he will be my faith and flesh. I yeah, lo- I literally and that was deep. Boom, because I lost it. Here, I lost because here's it. the thing, that's real no matter what the situation. Yes. Is. It's like she said, it's her faith and flesh because I am trusting that y'all will figure this out. Well, not even just that. I am trusting that all the the difficulties, all the hills we've had to climb, all the mountains we've had to knock down, you know, oceans we've had to swim, things like that. I am doing this because in my faith, I want better for so on and so forth. You know, like, so when I heard that, I thought about my grandfather who, as a young man in Mississippi... Like the final, the final straw was, hey, I want to buy this watch. Here's cash in hand. No, boy, you can't buy this. First off, first off, I'm a man. I'm a a military veteran. And you're going to tell me with cash in hand that my money's not good enough for this item. Mm. Fine. Then guess what? My faith is when we move up here Mm -hmm. from the south. Things are going to be better for so on and so forth. And it has been. Yeah. And it continues to be. Because that's, like you said, that's the, the faith in flesh. Yeah. And I think a lot of people need to take that to heart. Because, to be honest, like, so I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. Akira is not. She has I not seen not. it. Even though I'm willing to bet my record would be undefeated again if I were to show it to her. I tried. We tried. Didn't try hard enough. No, that, you no, tried. It took too long to anyway, get to where we was going, Anyway, child. one of the, the main, like, underlying threads in that show is legacy. Mm-hmm. I'm doing, every move I make is for my family to not only survive, but to thrive mm-hmm. and be better and so on and so forth so that they can be in a position of power so they're not under somebody else's thumb. Yeah. So, you know, I've always been a fan of that, but that that moment with that conversation of talking to your child's great great grandparent is like mind blowing. Yeah. Like to be honest, so again, the sci fi nerd in me, that whole uh, situation to me, because like, what would you do if you were in that situation? Ooh, I don't know. Because here's the crazy part. So there's a scene at the end where Montrose is talking, showing. Um, Atticus, his younger self, his friend, boyfriend, whatever, gets killed in front of him. And they're getting beat on. And he's saying, well, there was a man who came out Mm -hmm. and saved us and said, I got you, kid. And he, they're like, and it's kind. Of, so there was a hot second where it was kind of funny because they're just standing around like, wait for uh, a boy, where he at? Though? He's supposed to be here somewhere. And at first, in my mind, I was like, Atticus probably stole his car, and that's why he wasn't there. <laughs> I was like, oh, they ruined it. You petty. But, well, because that's how those kind of like, yeah. and, you know. And then he looks down, and there's a baseball bat there, and it's like, in a weird way, I'm the one that's supposed to save mm-hmm. my dad and give him some kind of hope. Woo! So oh, you about to baby cry again? Yeah. Right. So. Woo! He was like, batter up. Let's get it And it's funny because it's a callback to when Atticus has that dream in the very first episode. Mm -hmm. Jackie Robinson saves him with a bat and says, I got you, kid. And even when his dad is telling him the story, he's like, why am I? Yeah. And so that's a weird, like, where did that come from? Because obviously he never knew that story. Right. So he's like, all right, time to go to work. And he goes to work with that bat. And it was funny because at one point you see a white woman. And he hit her too. Yes, because like, she ran up. Had you not, sis. Right. My, Here's see, the thing. Why you over here buying a business that ain't yours? Here's the thing. I learned. I was taught if you see a fight break out or something, a brawl or whatever, the last thing you do is, is run, run towards up. it. Because I don't care if you're trying to help or not, you liable to catch one. Period. And get laid out, and that's exactly what happened. So yeah. clearly, somebody mama didn't tell them that. <laughs> um. So he does the thing. He's the hero to his dad, which is a weird. Dynamic. Like dynamic shift because clearly they like early in the episode. He told him I was done with you. George might not be your. George, I might not be your dad. George might be your dad. And I want George to be my dad my whole life. Right. Woo! Because so like he like let's be honest. Atticus for the last couple of episodes with his dad has been dealing with a lot. Yeah. There was a lot of yeah uh, rage and already on top of what was already there. Yeah, just so regular for, family stuff. Yeah. So for you to kind of like hit me on the slide like hey by the way George might be your daddy. What but to be fair. I feel like he was trying to say, but you know what? The moment when before they he starts, you know, Jackie Robinson them people, mm-hmm. when he says, "I've always wanted to be a father," like that's what I wanted. Right. I sacrificed to be your father, like right. that's what I wanted. And uh-huh. it was like, I know he hasn't always done it the right way. And honestly, seeing Montrose and George earlier in the episode with mm-hmm. their father, yeah, oof. 
Like we yeah. learn, we we yeah. see. He was rough. Where he we see where yeah. he got it from. Yeah, you know what rough. I'm saying? Yeah. So it's almost like he 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 tried to love him the best way he could, and that's not an excuse, right, for Montrose. But, but he, he tried didn't to have love any. His, he didn't. He didn't know. have any other. No, he didn't right. know how else to do it. Exactly. He didn't and know it's how just to do like, it. Wow, like I always talk about with my people, with people that I know that have. Um, issues with their parents. Mm-hmm. One thing that has really freed me and really helped me is learning who my parents were before they were my parents. Right. Like, um, I'm not gonna say my parents' real names, but um, who was Mary and Bob before they were right. my parents? Mary had, you know, was the oldest of mm-hmm. certain amount of children, and Mary had this, this, and this right. going. My father, who. Like, yeah. when you get to know about who they were as people, and then not only learn who they were as people, but who raised them mm-hmm. and the trauma that they've had to deal with, right. you better understand why your parents made certain decisions. It allows you it to give them a, a little bit more grace yeah, it explains with a lot. the way you were raised. And I really feel like that's what happened with Montrose. Like, we got to see, like, like Letty had, like, because even in that moment, he's trying to... You know, downplay what his father is doing, and Letty had to be like, nobody deserves that. Like right. that's not okay. Yeah. But it is interesting that that traumatize you in a way that you sleep with brothers. I don't. I've never experienced that type well, of trauma. So, my, so picking up on some of the dialogue that they had, basically, it sounded like his Montrose's dad caught him. Not wearing his brother's jacket, but had like a, a flower. The flower. Yeah. yeah. But I'm talking so, about between uh, George, not George. Atticus is whoever wanted his daddy mm-hmm. and his mother. Mm-hmm. Because clearly, the fact that we don't know who the father is means she slept with both of them. Right. So I'm one, like, I don't, it's not a judgment. I, I think it's it just was, a, it's interesting that like it, that type of trauma binds you in such a way that right. you would have a romantic, you know what I'm saying? It, like, I think it sounds like there was, it was Montrose trying to hide who he was by saying, for sure. Because you see stories, but like George this. was actually in love with her. It sounded right, like. right, and I think that was I think George that was his that was George's true love. Yeah, but I also feel like at the same time because um, Atticus's mom maybe felt bad for Montrose. Yes, yeah, because she stood up for him. Right, and, and I like how her daddy was like, uh, "You could beat on your, but you ain't beating on mine." And I right, like, I was yes, like, yeah, daddy, I'm with yes. You on that. <laughs> um, so I think it was maybe something like that. But one thing, like you said, the whole, like, your parents were somebody before they were your parents. Yeah. This episode definitely, at least half of it shows, because they don't really show uh, Atticus's mom that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but he definitely sees and kind of indirectly interacts with his dad. That would be so interesting yeah. to be able to go, like, that whole situation, like I said, I would. You mess up the plan. No. I, well, I would hope not. But <laughs> I would be so tempted to be like. Okay, let's do this. Let's find out, even if it's just for a day, what are they like before mm-hmm. they became parents? Or in some people's cases, what were they like before this happened? Yeah. Because you know? clearly Tulsa changed everything. Oh, them. for sure. Especially when you know, like, your whole family is gone. And one of the few, like, all we have are each other, is mm-hmm. each other. Like, at that part at the end, when Letty is walking through the fire and all that Oof. stuff. Yeah. Woo! So, you see the planes dropping bombs, all of this stuff, and then, uh, not Atticus, uh, Montrose is like rattling off the people who used to just right. He's like, exist. this is his neighborhood. This was his city. This is where he grew we up. Under- at. This was the tailor. This was the doctor. This was the surgeon. Mm-hmm. This was the you know the florist, and so on and so forth. Like these were people he knew. This yeah. he lived through it. And this, you know, the thing I thought about too. And now, please don't say what I'm about to say the wrong way. Anybody that's listening, but I think there's something to be said when we have segregation from the perspective of you know a lot of times nowadays we talk about how important it is for kids to see doctors Mm -hmm. to see lawyers when we were segregated you didn't have no choice but to see lawyers and doctors and all that to know that that is possible it was like a subconscious like of course it's possible doctor such and such and dentist such and such versus now like we have to go out of our way to show our children that these things are possible and just that whole total thing made me think about that like how kids growing up in that time wouldn't have thought twice. I mean, it would have been hard. Don't get me wrong. They wouldn't knew it was hard, but they wouldn't think twice about being a doctor or right. being a lawyer or being whatever because they have clear the evidence. Norm. Yeah, because they have versus to. now that's not the norm. I'm not gonna say it's not normal to see those things, but you have to be very intentional about making sure your children right. see that people that look like them are in those positions. Right. It was just an interesting thing I thought about as he was rattling off the people that was there. And so I don't know if you picked up on this, but when she's walking down, when Letty's walking down the street with the book, 
with the flames and stuff. She's walking through the fire, which was the dream that she had. Because there was a dream that her, both her and Atticus had. Atticus had in the, the dream, house. Yes, where he was coming through the for, the uh, the lodge with the grand with the, his grandma. Right, he yeah. saw his grandmother, and he was burning, and it was hurting him, and he couldn't figure out what the the message of it was with that. Yeah, where she had the dream, the fire was not burning. Right, she was like, I she she wasn't saying anything to me, but I know the fire wasn't burning me. Right, and but then in, in the dream she was pregnant. Yeah, so now here we are in I guess reality for Woo! them. She's walking through the fire. fire. Yes. Um, That's the wire, not the fire. Close enough. (laughs) Actually, it is the fire. It is the fire? The original is the fire. The Kanye Kanye is the wire. wire. Um, But she's walking through the fire with the book, um, which the... The nerd in me is nitpicky because here's the thing. I understand that you're invulnerable. But I was thinking the fuck, the book invulnerable. Right. Too. I was like, like so, so, so I'm like, but if that's the case, then Granny should have been burned. Right. So because... basically, if you was holding on, so if, is it everything? I had questions. That, I was like, so is it everything that you touch is invulnerable? Because <laughs> no, if because was, she was holding Granny hand. Right. Because if that was the case, feasibly, you could have got the whole family up out of there or whatever. <laughs> but technically, um, she couldn't have because right. the trauma of that is what. But you know, I was like, you so and uh, you know, stay stay with me. That is deep because Ooh. that is that's a common human thing. Nobody wants to Please pass. No, I mean, well, there's that yes, but nobody wants to die alone. Yeah, like that is a fear that I'm sure a lot of people like. Nobody wants to be because that's a lonely, you know, that's yeah. a that's a road that only you can walk down and in to that watch situation. Burn alive, right? Ooh. So that was deep, but for her to walk down the street and she's determined, like, look. Y'all can't hurt me. I'm determined to get this mission done because we have to for this baby yeah. and for so many other and for D and everybody else. Now I will say one thing though: we don't watch Letty Run this whole the whole show. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Well, so why are you doing this shaft walk? Here's the thing. Fire? Here's the thing: when you when you're vulnerable, you yeah, better get them feet yeah. to move. When you're invulnerable, it don't, take, you, t- take your but, time. But I'm thinking because of like, D and because of uh, Hippolyta, she done turned into a, a, rim, a blue lady. <laughs> Like, she, all this stuff well, was happening. Yeah, I mean, that was, but I think it was also the emotional strain. Because like you said, yeah. think of it like this. It's, you're already in a weird headspace. Yeah. I am going, I have, listen, I have already, in however much span of time this whole story is going on. Yeah. I am now in Tulsa, Ooh. the day and of the riots. we've heard stories, but I've never. Right, yeah. during the riots, I have just met my child's you know great great grandparents and whatnot and i had to i could i was helpless to save them yeah that's got to be emotional you know and then i had to hold this lady's hand as she like passed on that's got to be traumatic um believe i've seen somebody die before you'll never forget that that is something that there ain't no whole i gotta run jump you know hey it's whatever i need a moment right so I'm sure a part, a lot of it was just the, and then, so even if you take the family part out of it, these are innocent black folk, yeah. people who look like you and me, yep. who are being not just killed, but just brutally murdered and just wiped For off no the map reason. because of who they are and what they have achieved, yep. which is, jealous. which is above and above and beyond what other people felt or thought it was even possible. Yeah. So that has got to be extremely emotional. Yeah. So for her to, so she's just, you know what? I'm trudging on. I'm going to make this mission work and it's going to count for something. Yeah. You know, it's, you see it in movies all the time. The person, like they last action before they get blown up or they die is, Hey, I got to make sure this one, this button gets pushed or, yeah. you know, this other signal gets out. Get whatever. Done. Yeah. So she did that. Um, although the whole time I'm like, I know Montrose probably knows she's invulnerable, but and I but he was also super traumatized too because yeah. I can I can only imagine to live through that trauma twice. Yeah, and you know even if you know what's happening, it's still traumatic. And what and then again to let it happen because yeah. so, like I said, he wanted to save Thomas. Right, like I said, I that made me cry too. I don't know how I would feel if I was in a situation like that and was and knew that I could yeah. do something to help or change it, but couldn't. Yeah. Because I'm sure there are people who were like, what if I was there that day in Memphis when Dr. King was on that balcony? Mm-hmm. Yep. What if I was there that day in Texas when Kennedy's limo was pulling around the circle? Yeah. So on and so forth. What if, you know, there's a lot of that. And, or even if you just put it even on a, like a, a, a smaller historical impact scale, what if I was there to stop you know, my grandparents' business from being robbed or, right. you know, so, you, something like that. Like, how do you, 
I know I have to let it happen, but at the same time, the the you, the genuinely good person in you would be like, I really feel like I could, I should stop this. Right. Like I should intervene some kind of way. So that would be, like, that was after I saw that. That was the question I wanted to post to, put to everybody. Like, what would you, what would you do? Like, would you be willing to risk the changes in history to save somebody who needed to be saved? And you knew you could do all it. All it, it's not like. But you don't know what it affects, though. True. Because that's, that's what I'm saying. Though, that's what are Atticus, you willing to take that chance? Because that was Atticus' whole thing when he wanted to save Thomas. Because he was like, you don't know. Right. Because he's like, I'm not your George. He's like, you don't know. We don't know if you're my father. Right. Like I if, might not be here right. if you do this. Because like, if things because if things work out with Thomas, if you apologize to him, because clearly there was something there. Yeah. What's like he said? What's to say that I'm still born? And you or know something. What's, sad one thing about thomas that was sad like the last thing you heard before he died was rejection rejection. by somebody i'm sure you love and it's like whoo i just ooh, chile just just throw the whole love thing away child it's a jesus love we want jesus love but loving (laughs) um, humans child that was yeah so that was an interesting episode um, it was funny because me and you were on the same page about it because I think we both had posted something separately about like I have thoughts about this. I, like, have, I have thoughts feelings. and feelings. Um, I am, I, I'm cautiously optimistic about the next, the, the final episode. I don't of the think season. they're gonna let D die. Uh, no, I don't think so either. I here's the thing. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm afraid of what will happen. Yeah, like I'm something's so, going to happen. I don't want it to be the end. I don't um, think it will be. I think there's definitely going to be. I uh, at least I hope because I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm about to flip this whole thing over if it ain't a season two. It's so good. Um, Y'all should definitely watch it. It's really really good. Yes. Um. So please check it out. Uh. You know HBO. You know. Shout us out. You know. Maybe you know. Hook us up. You know, oh we're trying my. to make some things happen. Secure that bag. As the secure kids that say. bag. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you so goofy. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Moving on. We spent enough time on this. So, um, your favorite NWA member, what you think about that? So, yeah, Ice Cube kind of... So, let me clarify, because people are thinking that from... Because I did a little bit more reading, because if you follow me on TikTok, you know I have had thoughts and feelings, child. Some things have happened. Um, basically, how what happened was Trump's... Uh, somebody who worked for him basically was like, thank you Ice Cube for talking to us and helping us with the platinum plan. I just feel like the platinum plan, just them calling it that is racist. But anyway, I just, it just does, that name don't sit right with me. But anyway, um, Cube, he clarified. He said that he had wrote a letter for black, like, what black people want and then they just adopted some of the stuff that he said into uh, what the, this platinum plan? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, to be fair, because y'all know I like being fair, Ice Cube said that he approached the Democrats and the Republicans, right? And that Biden's team told him, "I'll get back to you after the election." Okay. And Trump was like, "Well, let's do it. Let's talk about it." And you know they did. So there. So let me. In the interest of being fair, because y'all know right. I just like to tell the full story. If we I, talk about but it. here's the thing too about that: if I had to take a guess on about both of those answers. Mm-hmm. As if I'm Biden, I can say, "Yeah, we can talk about it now." But guess what? I don't have the ability at this moment to do anything. And guess what? Even if I win the election, I still don't have the ability to do anything until after January. Right. So, yes, we can talk about it later because right now my full focus needs to to be on winning this election. Now, true, it probably would help to boost your numbers if you had said, "Yeah, we talked." But at the same time, I don't think I'm sure there's a bunch of different groups who are saying, "Hey, can we talk about this, this, and that?" We can after. But I need right. Yeah. I need to do this now. The flip side of that is Trump of needed that. Of course, Trump would say yes, yes because here's the thing: I'm not looking very good right now. Mm-hmm. And funny enough, a lot of people who were supporting me before are finally seeing I'm not looking good right now. Mm-hmm. Then on top of that, you have the I am I I get sick. Mm-hmm. Which, whatever. It, which is funny because I it's like he feel like he was lying. A part of me feel like it's the truth, and another part of me feel like he was lying. I don't know. Well, how but see, I think, but that's what I'm saying. I think some people are looking at it in a weird way because of that. Because we know he says things. He's a liar. That allegedly he doesn't mean. He does things that he doesn't, you know, believe. Blah blah blah. Liar. Right. 
So there's that. So, but I think that whole thing, even that put it coming out there, whether it was true or not, changed the way some people look at him. Yeah. In in the negative. So of course, let's be honest. As much as he likes to trot out his token black folks, mm-hmm. he don't have the kind of minority support that people th- that he thinks he but does he or thinks that people he think he does. Yeah. So of course, you mean to tell me that this gangster rapper would like to speak with me on any kind of content, on any kind of topic. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm I'm going to get pictures, and we're going to shake hands, and, and we're going to say things, and we're going to uh, promise things that, you know, let's be honest, are probably n- would never happen regardless. Right. Just so I can ensure that I get more support. Because here's the thing. People vote just like people shop and purchase based on people that they look up to. Yeah. So if I see Ice Cube in the White House or anywhere with the president shaking hands or even just under the, the thought of having a conversation because this came this happened in 2016. Yeah. I, there are some people who are non-free thinkers who are going to say, then you know what? Maybe I need to change my thought. Because you know what's funny to me? Because I was going back and forth for somebody. Not going back and forth, but we were having a conversation on TikTok because I'm like... Who's asking Ice Cube his political views? Right. Who care not? And obviously, he is an American citizen who's obviously entitled mm-hmm. to his opinions. And I think that Ice Cube is definitely operating from a space of he wants to help black people. So right. I'm not trying to dismiss his intentions. Right. Well, but I have never thought. I wonder what Ice Cube feel about this. Yeah. Well, I or think, if he's spoken on anything, I'm like, oh, that's so cool. That's the dope. reason I think they even approached him, or he approached them. I feel like it. Well, because well, he okay. said he approached both. Doesn't okay. say to be fair, right? But he had put it out there that he was trying to because he was he had brought up the point. Why should we as black people only vote for Democrats when we still have issues? I agree. Where and then, but then he also put out because he was. I will admit, like for months now, he had been fair about. Listen, I'm going. I'm voting for whoever mm-hmm. is going to guarantee me. A fair chance, uh, you know, the things that we should have but had nothing, already. But I think the problem is there's nothing about Trump that would guarantee, even right. if he said it, there's right. nothing that Trump has done. Look at his track record. There's right. nothing he's but said or done saying. that would guarantee you that. Right. But that's what I'm saying. It was That was what he had put out there. Yeah. So I'm sure someone had maybe made an introduction or something and was, because let's be honest, politicians in general will say whatever they need to say. To get you to take that photo op, Facts. to you know deliver votes for them, whatever the case may be. Steve so, Harvey knows exactly. Steve Harvey definitely knows. A lot of other black celebrities definitely know. A lot of them black preachers know. The HBCU presidents know. Yeah. So I think it was more so. I'm struggling here. I'm not looking good. I believe. Here's the thing too. If he has it, I don't think he's over it yet. I think if he because part of me he the, can't breathe and have them videos we be seeing. Man, he be looking. I like, was like, he uh, is struggling to breathe. First off, the background looks like it's edited, so it's it like, be, yes. are you even there? Are you at it a be, studio somewhere? It be looking like how PlayStation, like on the game is to consoles. <laughs> you know those like when they be playing the snippets of the president and uh-huh. he's the president being held hostage at something yeah. crazy. That's what he be looking. He was struggling to breathe, so I'm like, he still got it, or there's something wrong with him, regardless. And he's putting so many people in danger, right? And then because he he's still holding rallies and all yeah. that. Well, then he throws the fit about the, the virtual debate, mm-hmm. which to me... They're actually doing it now while we as we recording. Um, but so here's the th- funny thing about that. Let's be honest. I think we all knew he did not want to debate again after that last one. Absolutely. And especially after the the uh, the uh, Mike Pence, Kamala Flygate. Harris... Flygate. Flygate, right. So it was like, oh, no, I'm not going to do this. Because here's my thing. What was the issue with doing it virtually? You don't have to be in the same room to have a debate with no. somebody. Hell, you could be on the phone I think with them. it was town hall style. It, yes, it was supposed to be town hall style. But, but I'm, I'm not going to be in a room with somebody who I know got COVID. Well, so I don't care what you're so talking about. My understanding was, and here's the, here's the reason why I think he had an issue with the virtual, town, uh, the vir- whether it was town hall or whatever, mm-hmm. virtual debate. You can cut somebody's mic off. Yep real quick on a virtual thing as opposed to being there because mm-hmm. then that causes a whole bunch of issues. And I think it was like, listen, you're not going to stop me from over-talking people or just flat out just being trying rude. to bulldoze the whole situation. So, therefore, this is what I'm going with. Yep. Um. So, I feel like that was a big part of it. But then I also didn't like the fact that, so, after he declined it, Biden said, all right, fine, we'll do my own, I'll do my own town hall Yep. on on the day that we were supposed to do it. And then I believe my my understanding was that Trump decided like this week to do one at the same time. He's just petty. Because right. So and people were like people from NBC, like actual like NBC employees were like actors and so on and so forth were like, I don't have a problem with you doing this, 
But what I do have a problem with is the fact that you're starting this during the first hour of this other person's. Yeah. Why don't you do it another day or do it to where they don't overlap? Yeah, so we can all see both. So you can see, because you're not going to be able to, nobody's watching both. Let's yeah. be honest, nobody's flipping back because there's not going to be a ton of commercials. Right. Actually, I don't think there's going to be any yeah, commercials. Yeah, they usually don't have commercials. So why, why would you feel like this was a good idea? Petty. Exactly. Petty. Well, let's be honest, that's, you know, that's, that's the president in a nutshell. Petty and vindictive. Mm-hmm. So you have those things. And that's just... It, let's be honest. I have been... I don't think politics has ever been more exhausting than from 2016 to now. And let's be honest. And even... And I will even say well, even before then. Running, even before then. Like, when President Obama would come out and say... When President Obama comes out and wins the election and the Republicans say, Hey, just let you know, from, you ain't here, nothing done. from here on out, we're just going to stop everything you try to push through. It's ridiculous. And That's then, why I find it interesting when people be like, Trump did this and Trump did that. You, I'm like, you do know that's not how that works, right? Like, Trump can't just be like, yo, we about to get some black people some money. Right. That had, that's, not, right. that's not how government works. Well, Obama didn't do nothing for us. Well, guess what? If you knew how... So, you know what's funny? There was a... and I, I, I mean, let's be fair. I feel like he could have pushed more, to be true. fair. But here's the thing, though. And I, I feel like there was... And I, can't, I wish I knew the artist's name. There was a guy who came out with like a rap explaining how government works. Oh, the light skin dude with the yellow hair? Yes. Yes. So here was my thing with that. I learned that in like elementary school, like fifth he said, grade. We, you forget about it. He said, you learned it in school, but y'all forget. But but there were some people like, I never learned this or I didn't learn this until high school. And I was like, first of all, that's way too late in the game to learn that kind of stuff. But I was like, there. the sad part is there are so many adults who don't know this. Mm-hmm. When you should. This is, I mean, this is not... Because think about it. Why, if you pay any kind of level of attention... But a lot of people don't. That's the, but that's the problem. Yeah. And, um, and I'm not saying you have to... It, that has to be your whole life. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. Because it's not mine. It's a lot. And it's a yeah, lot. It's a lot. And it's exhausting. Yeah. But at the same time, a, even if you did like half of a percent more... Yeah. To know. To be you, informed. Right. Because it's the same thing about people who say they won't vote. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not going to vote. Well, why not? Oh, because my vote doesn't matter. Let me that's tell you, part of the mindset. Let me tell you how that's BS. Yeah. Because if you didn't, if your vote didn't matter, they, they wouldn't go through all these hoops. It, yeah. Because if nothing else, if you pay attention to when, so when I, so I vote in Ohio, obviously. Obviously. Um, when I go, when I get my uh, thing in the mail, basically telling me where to go vote, like where my polling place is, mm-hmm. every couple of years or so, there's always a minor change. Mm. There's always a little bit of change, whether it's the precinct or the location or like they consolidated something. They always kind of change something. So it's like, it's confusing because if I went on basically what I had known for, because like for one, for the majority of my voting, it's always been in this one location. Then all of a sudden, no, you're not at the location. You're at this other one. Mm-hmm. Oh, so they just moved. No, that other one's still there. But you particular are over here now. Well, nothing's changed. I yeah. haven't moved. What's the difference? It's just how it is. Yeah. So little things like that. And then you see other things where. Um, I think Kentucky during like the general election was trying to shut down polling places early, even though mm-hmm. people were in line. Take it from me, someone who has actually worked the polls. Mm-hmm. If you are in line before the, the deadline, seven o'clock, they have to let you vote. Mm-hmm. They cannot turn you away. As long as you are in the line, you, they have to let you vote. If you are handicapped, um, say, you know, you, you're in a wheelchair or you just can't get around very well. They will bring a ballot out to your car for you. All you have to do is send somebody in. They'll they'll go through the process and you can still vote. Mm. There's nothing stopping you from voting like that. Mail and vote. I voted by mail this year. I've mm-hmm. done that the last couple of years. Oh, okay. Super easy, not hard to do. Oh, doing that. Well, but I need to see. I need to see it. Well, but here's the thing though. You can vote by mail, and then once once you filled it out, you seal it. Make sure you follow. Please read. Oh, if one thing hurts <laughs> my soul about my people. We do not read directions or we do not and follow directions. And it's a lot of people who don't do that True, now. but here's the thing. I'm talking to my people mm-hmm. because we have to do better too. Um, read the directions in full. Yeah. Follow those directions. See now is not tea. the time. Now is not the time to pull the, what well, a man ain't going to tell me what to do because I'm, you know, da-da-da-da. No. These are the directions because that's how they get you. Because you feel like, because like, it's the same thing. Oh, why are you pulling me over? Because you were speeding. You were not following the directions. It's the same thing. Why didn't my vote? Why did my vote not count? Because you didn't follow the directions. Follow the directions. Once you're finished with it, you can literally take it to your local board of direct of uh, directions. Board of elections. <laughs> you can take it to your board of elections and literally drop it off with them. 
in the build, not like at the door. Yeah. In the building, they have a ballot box that you can make sure it goes into. Okay. And that's and there you go. You've technically voted by mail. Oh. And okay. and you can vote early like that. So yeah, that's how. Yeah, I'm gonna go down to the place and be like, let's yeah. Just so get you can do that. Here. Yes. Um, as opposed to having so, but if you do that, you have to have asked for a mail-in ballot, absentee ballot. You can't just go down there and vote. Um. It depends on some places you have to go to your regular like registered oh, like your okay. registered polling polling place. See, you see how they make you jump through all these hoops to vote. Well, only, no, I well, feel, no, the if reason, I live in Cuyahoga County, I should be able to just go. Here's well, my here's ID. The re- well, here's the reason for that though. So yes, you have that, but here's the thing though: when you get so when every polling place has a set Book. ballot, yeah, for the issues that affect the people in that area. So if you're voting for your council person, yeah. That makes sense. Your the where you vote yeah. only has your council person's race that on make, their ballots. That makes sense. So like when I work I worked in a suburb, none of the issues had anything to do with anybody outside of that suburb. That makes sense. Unless it was a statewide issue, they didn't see it. Yeah, that and makes so sense. And so on and so forth. Because even in those those precincts, you have different things. So maybe you might have like um a council person, but then you might also have like an alderman or something like that. Where you would vote for them, but I wouldn't because that they don't have uh, uh, political power in that area. You know what I mean? That makes sense. So that's why it's not as easy as just going down there, hey, give me a ballot. Well, yeah. you're not going to be able to get all the stuff that you feasibly should vote on. Yeah. Depending on, but then again, that depends on where you live. So I always make sure you call and find out that kind of information out. But follow, whether you up. whether you go... To your regular polling place, which mm-hmm. you should have gotten something in the mail for, yeah. especially if you updated your address, um, and just follow, just just follow directions. Read, please. And if yes. you can't read, this is Google got this little fancy thing called Lens. You can shoot it at something, and it'll read it to you if you can't oh, read. Here's another thing. Most, and I'm not being funny. I'm being for real. Most polling places actually have a thing for. It's like a little setup. Where you can put headphones on and, and it will you. read it to you. See, that's dope. And then, let's say if maybe, you know, you might have arthritis in your hands, your hands don't work very well or whatever, it will allow you to pick, like you can just tap the button mm-hmm. and it will pick the, you know, the thing for you. That's so true. you can say, I want this person, fill it in for me. Here you go. Or the people who work the polls usually have somebody who's like a roamer. Mm-hmm. So if you have an issue or if you have a question, like, ah, can you read this for me? Yes. Now they can't make your mark for you. Yeah. But if you have issues like, hey, maybe I messed up. Yeah. You get, I believe it's two ballots. Two like makeup yeah. ballots. And they'll 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 make the appropriate adjustments and you're good to go from there. Okay. So there's help there. There's things that, you know, it's not you on your own and it's make this sure big complicated vote. thing. Yes, just go vote. Go vote. It's not hard to do. Don't it doesn't take very long. Yeah. Because the last time I even went and voted, there was a line, but in reality it took me ten minutes to get in, yeah. get my ballot, vote and be done. Yeah. Vote. It's not hard to do. Yeah. So make sure you do that. Um, make sure you follow the directions again. Do what you do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do or we're gonna have four more years of that tangerine and ain't nobody got time for right. that. Yeah, I'm not no I don't want tangerine that. with a lace front. Because I'm if that happens then I guess we just gonna have to drive down to I think it was Missouri, like on Lovecraft Country. You silly. No, we picking another country. <laughs> find, us child. A, find us a hippo No, we just gonna find a hippolyta and go go back. Go somewhere else. Yeah. I ain't, well, just gonna keep No, I think we need to try the future because ain't no time <laughs> in the history that black people been safe. So we need to go to the future, child. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, you, you know, those are the things that are, oh, before we head out, I just would like to say, I don't know if we talked about it last week. I just want to reiterate if we did Mm -hmm. that Tory Lane has officially been brought up on charges for what he did to Megan Thee Stallion. Hey, good. Um, and I don't know if you guys have seen it, but Megan Thee Stallion had a really good op-ed in, uh, New York Times Mm -hmm. about protecting black women, which was amazing. Shout out to her. I really appreciate the way she uses her platform. She's super dope. And all y'all men who have something to say about the way she carries herself, saying, how you gonna protect black women like that? Y'all can... Kick rocks. Kick rocks with Kick no them. socks. Kick I hope you step on the Lego. I hope you stomp your toe on your the edge of toe. your bed frame. Because I really just don't understand. Because, like, <laughs> you know, it was fine interesting to me. Y'all talk about women like making a stay like your mama ain't used to be one. But go off. Go and you take that however you want. Because like I find it very hard like to believe. Like some of your mamas ain't went to Freaknik. Listen, and and we're gonna stop shaming women like men ain't in Freaknik too. 
That's what we're gonna do. But right. anyway, I just want to say shout out to Megan Thee Stallion. I, 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 form day, obviously, form day of the week. but I don't know that girl obviously, and I'm older than her. But in my head, she's like my little cousin. Like I love Megan Thee Stallion. I hope she gets all the good no, things in life. No I hope she gets <laughs> all the good things in life because no she's shit. just super dope. And people are just so determined to make that girl the bad guy, and I don't get right. why. Because it's the trolling. It's the internet trolling thing. Because none this, of these people will say this to her face. Or that's just like um I put I made a. a uh, um, post on TikTok. Somebody had drew a picture of like she clearly looked masculine, and then they made Tory Lanez look like oh, I saw small. That, yeah. And people were like it's just a meme, and da da da. Or they're yeah. joking about her being tall. No, like and I'll admit, stop, like, stop think, trying to gaslight. I think it was, stop like, it. it was the one where they were like in bed. Or yes. Something. So not gonna lie, the first time I saw it, I didn't, I didn't see the caption, which doesn't excuse it. But then when I read it, I was like, oh wait a minute, that's. That's somebody trying to excuse his, you know, yes. his actions or other people's actions and attitudes towards it. Here's the thing. That doesn't excuse... Those kind of things do not excuse it. And if anything, that's almost like trying to uh, just victim. just play the... Yeah. He's not the victim in this situation. No, he was not the not. one who was shot. No. She was. Yes. So, you know, that well, little egghead, uh, five foot nothing boy, is... It, the way it's looking, looking like he's going to face the punishment that he deserves for this situation. And hopefully, you know, she gets the justice that she deserves, like so many other people do. Period. Um, and, you know, we can just move on from that. Because here's the thing, like, I, I'm not going to lie, I forget that that's even still, because it's not my world. Yeah. But at the same time, the whole, every time I see something new or hear about it, it's like, oh, I hope, you know, I hope that he, that you know. Out. You know, he goes, they send him back to his home planet or whatever. Yeah. Um, his home planet? Yeah, that boy got an alien head. You know what? Anyway, um, so yeah, there's that. Um, anything else? Um, let's just be more mindful of one another. I think the 32nd or 33rd trans, per, trans woman has just been found murdered. So I just think um, we can't say Black Lives Matter unless you're talking about all black lives. Right, all black lives do matter. All black lives matter. I don't care how you feel about whatever. Right. If you can't ride for trans folk, if you mm-hmm. can't ride for the black folk who say all lives matter. Right. You yo yo, and I'm just keeping yeah. it above. And don't yeah. and I'm saying That's that as someone who yeah. and I'm saying that as somebody who struggles with it. Mm-hmm. That happened in Texas a couple like a, maybe a week or two ago. That's right. man. You know it is what it is. But all black lives have to matter to you. And if you right. can't unequivocally say that then just just pick another lane i mean i can't i can't want equality for myself and not want it for everybody that's else. it so that's it where they can find you at jonathan um they can find me at uh ean pod on tiktok yes uh, we appreciate the response that we've get, been getting from there yes slowly guys. starting to try to add more content there thank you um, you can follow me personally on um instagram twitter Snapchat at call me underscore Mr. J. Um, oh, follow the show on yes. Instagram and Twitter, and of course the TikTok again at EAN Pod. Yes, you can email us at everything and nothing pod at gmail.com. Yes. Where can they find you at? Um, on Instagram, I'm Truth and Love United. On YouTube, I'm also Truth and Love United. I'm about to start doing my page again. I, I have some things going on, so I think I'm about to start back. And um, on TikTok, I am Akira T A L U. It was so funny. I had somebody message me who was like, "I just realized what T A L U and your name stands for." They thought <laughs> it was that. my last name. <laughs> like, okay, I don't know how to pronounce your last right, name. Right? They're okay. like Talu. They're like Akira Talu. So. <laughs> so yes, guys. <laughs> All right. So what's the what so, well, no, actually, I got two, th- I got two oh, things yes, here for you. Um, the first thing I have, if I can get my uh, notes through, um, I, I got this after watching Lovecraft Country this week. Okay. So this is serious, not trying to be funny. Um, this is a legitimate question that I feel like should be put towards anybody who doesn't feel like um, all black lives matter. Um, if your history was the same as mine, how would you feel? Woo, talk about it. So that was the deep thought. But now, because I don't want to leave y'all on a low note. excuse me as always before we go let me leave you with this if there's an exception to every rule does that mean that there is an exception to that rule as well bye jonathan good night everybody (laughs) bye y'all bye